Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Association Rockstars, where we hear about the journey and insights of amazing association executives and partners who are building the association industry of tomorrow. I'm your host, Lowell Applebaum, the CEO of Vistacova, where we partner with organizations and associations on strategy, facilitation, and good governance practices. And with me today is the one and only Amy Hager, CAE IOM, out from behind the scenes where she has been the whole time we've been doing this. And finally, center stage where she belongs. Uh, she's producer and soon-to-be co-host of Association Rockstars. We'll talk more about that later. Amy is CEO of her own consulting company, where she focuses on community-centric organizations and individuals who need strategy and support with outreach communications, revenue growth, and marketing strategy. She's been in the DC region since 2008, has worked on a number of associations and vendor partners over the years. Amy, it's so nice to have you with us, as you're always with us, but now to actually see you on the screen with us. I know this is really weird seeing how this is set up as an interviewee, I guess, but don't worry, I'm still chatting y'all on the group. If you have any questions, toss them in the comments, but I'm so excited to be here with you today, Lil. So I thought about changing up the first question just to play a little bit, but we'll, we'll, keep, we'll keep it the same so that we have our, our pattern <laughs> intact. Not fair. <laughs> so you know, we like to talk about when it comes to rock stars, where they are strong, what is the strength that makes them a rock star? And so, uh, as you think about your own strengths, what would you say is one of your superpowers? Um, so I, it's really interesting because as I've always reflected on the change and growth of my career over my life, I started racing cars when I was young, building a community there and got into radio and TV and then fell in love with the association space. And the one common connector literally through my life, I think starting about the ripe old age of eight is being that connector of people. And I know I don't know all the right answers in the world, but I do know some really freaking smart people. And so if I don't know, I know I can connect you to somebody. And I love it when you know, we get friends who are moving different regions or someone changing a job. And even though, again, I don't know, I don't know much, about what they need to know or need to do, but gosh, I probably know somebody that does. And so being that nucleus and being that connector of the people all over yeah. the world is really, I think, my superpower. So I could picture you now with uh, at eight years old and like a cape that says super connector on the back of it. <laughs> and so my, my question would be, as you reflect on your journey from eight till today, you know, that power of connection, which is so essential, especially in our community. And we can talk in a moment about how organizations try to embrace that as a superpower. But as you reflect on your own journey with the power of connection, is that something you feel like that, uh, you know, born or bred, right? Is it something that was just nascent in you and has just surfaced? Or is it something you have found has grown over the years and you've refined over the years? I would say a little bit of both, to be honest with you. Um, I'm not 100% how or why I was born this way. My parents are not connectors. They're friendly folk and all, but they're not going to go make make friends with strangers on the internet. And um, <laughs> we, we, can, we can talk about you making stranger friends with strangers on the internet in a moment. Go on. But really, so I think the the thing that, you know, as I've been able to go through my journey and been able to appreciate where I've walked in life, um, if I wasn't willing to put myself out there, 
to take that chance to ask that question. Um, really, the craziest thing is how I got started in radio is I challenged our local radio DJ to a go-kart race to raise money to start a youth group in my community. And really, that's the first time that I think that I'm like, wow, like that's really what is in me to do. Yeah. And as I've grown and as I've gone through my career, I think I've been able to perfect it and, and just make it even better. Okay, so question one, did you win the go-kart race? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly, of course. Did, won the go-kart race, won a job, and really it was the best day ever. So as someone who is a master connector, right, this is something that clearly is not just something that you find yourself that you're good at, but the way you talk about and frame it has such passion with it, it seems like something that you love to do. Uh, where have you found that that has integrated well in the roles that you've played either within associations or as partners to associations? You know, I would say when I reflect back, I was executive director of the Bed and Breakfast Association of Virginia. And I was the executive director when Airbnb came around mm. and those innkeepers were not in love with the Airbnb model. And I can't imagine why in the disruption that it was creating in the marketplace. Yeah. And so because I took the time to get to know the Airbnb side, the old school side, and basically every player in between, Virginia was really able to be a leader nationally on how to welcome Airbnb properties with open arms, but also educate and teach them about the industry. If you have one bad stay, that's not just reflectant on that property. A lot of times a traveler will then just blanket, oh, all B&Bs are bad. Yeah. And I, that's the one thing I love about B&Bs. They're all so extremely different. But I think really it's, it's amazing how when you're at an association, and being able to bring and bridge those two sides together or play the middleman, being able to go back and forth, see all the perspectives. So when you're a connector, you've got to remove a lot of your own personal bias and judgment and have that open landscape view of, of how it affects everybody yeah. who's trying to play this game of chess. And so, um, I mean, I can just think of tons of other times, even at the Association of General Contractors, there are 60 employees there. And I was a marketing coordinator of one. There was me and the boss. And I had to figure out how to get all of these different departments to come together and agree, like, let's do a newsletter. Let's right. everybody contribute to the newsletter. Oh, we have to promote all of these events. Let's get together a calendar. And so again, just being able to see others' perspectives, respect their position and knowledge and expertise yeah. and then figure out how to communicate that out to the world so that we can continue to grow and educate each other. So I want to come, I'm going to pause for a moment. I'm going to want to come back to your own growth. As you think about organizations and their desire to be a place of connection within an industry, within a community, within a, pro a profession, mm -hmm. let's talk about staff and we'll talk about volunteer leadership. Mm -hmm. If there's the recognition of the meaning and impact that someone who's a connector can bring to being on staff, right? How does an organization go about like find interviewing and finding someone who's a connector, right? Like that's not like, oh, I have my bachelor's in being a connector, right? Like what is <laughs> what does that actually look like? Like how do people identify that in, in you or how would you identify it? Great question. Um, so when See, it's I, fun to be on this side. Yeah, I wow, thanks, Will. Um, <laughs> so I would say like when I'm speaking with a potential client now, or even as I was interviewing for full-time association gigs, 
I always would have to bring it up. I don't yeah. think it's something that is automatically connected in, in their head that they're looking for. They are looking for someone to solve a problem, right? Yeah. You need a membership director to get members. You need a marketing director to promote your organization. You need a PR person to get you in front of the media. And so being able to take kind of those harder skills, tie them to what I think is a soft skill of connecting and really that personal relationships and building, again, those bridges. I'm not sure that I have ever been asked in an interview or in a situation about that superpower. I always mm. have to bring it up and I, I have to know when and where to bring it up when we're talking about it and how it can benefit because some people also feel that I'm all over the place and I am some way organized in my own mind, but I really am. And so being able to showcase that as a strength and not busyness, chasing after shiny squirrels, whatever you may say, I think is, is part of having this superpower. And so for those of you who are out there, because I know there are other connectors out there because I've connected with you. We are superpowers together. Right. I'd be curious on your, your experiences too. Feel free to drop them in the comments. But I really feel like I have to be a champion of my own connecting superpower skill set. And how is that going to benefit that organization that I'm, I'm working for? You know, a lot of the conversations I have with organizations, especially today in a virtual setting, we should talk about that too, is around this idea that it's not enough to put members and leaders in a room and say, okay, now meet each other. It's the idea of like, if your organization is actually going to be the home and the hub of making meaningful relationships, like you have to help facilitate those connections. Uh, you know, as you think about the what how organizations have structured volunteer design, right? To actually try to identify those with the skills of connection. Say, mm -hmm. your role is actually going to be to help others connect. Yeah. Have you ever seen that within an organization? Or mm -hmm. if you were designing that, like how would you actually like take what you're saying as a superpower yeah. and leverage that to accomplish what an organization wants to see? I feel like you were a fly on a wall in my last strategic planning session with um, the Cayuga Lakes Chamber in Burkold, Minnesota. I was there last month. And they, they're starting to, you know, have networking events and stuff like that and planning for especially outdoors, huge parks, huge recreational area. Yeah. And when we were, we were reflecting, because it's been a year since they've really hosted anything, the board members in that room felt that members didn't really go mix and mingle with each other. And so they said, we have to task ourselves as board members to go talk to that person, bring them over and introduce them to somebody who they've never met or who they didn't realize that they should be meeting. And so as a connector, I have to also think about what questions do I ask this person so that way I can be a valuable connector, right? Mm -hmm. And so we were talking about some just standardized questions that these board members could have in their back pocket to take to these networking events that they're hoping to have soon to better connect their members. And especially after this time of COVID where you've been kind of by yourself in your business, in your home, really feeling alone. And, um, and so it was a really great exercise to go through, but also as the facilitator, I didn't have all the answers. I didn't have the right questions to ask, even though I'm a question asker. And so being able to give them kind of the little bit of a nudge of here's where I would start. How would we tweak this to make it work better for you is exactly the conversation that really fulfilled that need. And now they have a plan. They know what questions they're going to ask. Yeah. And so that way they can make that connection there on site. 
and bring that value to that networking meeting, even though they're spread out outside and not able to be close at, you know, a cocktail table together or something. You know, so much of the priorities of organizations have been for a significant period of time, but especially in the past year uh, around DE&I efforts. The idea of what you're describing, right, of a leadership taking ownership over the fact of making others feel welcome goes hand in hand with the idea of inclusivity, right? Right. It's not enough for the people to be in the space. It's that they feel welcome in the space. And I remember Juan um, in his interview, I feel like he really talked through this, one of the best I've heard of being an advocate and being able to find those voices that are not quite ready to step out on their own, that need that nudge, that need that mentorship, that needs needs to have that hand held out and say, hey, I'm here for you. Let's let you shine. Let's bring you to the forefront. And I think that's, I want everybody to shine. Everybody is a rock star in their own sense. And helping them uncover that and really bring that forward to the benefit of themselves in the community is, is exactly what I love in a great leader. And I think something that Juan was talking about. You know, as you think about the past few months, the past year, actually, today uh, on my feed popped up, it was a year ago today that I said day one of being grounded. Uh, yeah. Here, yeah. <laughs> here, here I am a year later. Uh, here we all are. <laughs> Right. But the typical models by which organizations were able to help individuals connect and make meaningful relationships certainly has had to radically shift to some extent as the in-person has shifted. Mm-hmm. You know? So this superpower of, of connection, where have you seen any sort of best practices or best efforts or in, interesting experiments in terms of in a virtual setting, organization structuring, member to member connection and relationship mm-hmm. building? You know, I think the the ties are off. Like being able to be more casual and comfortable Mm. is something I really feel this virtual space has brought us. In one event that I helped host last, well, no, at the beginning of the year, we called it Inspired Beyond Belief. It was for a bunch of entrepreneurs to really think about their business for the next 12 months. What's inspiring them? What, What makes them smile? What brings them joy? And it was really great because we had over 50 people on this virtual thing. And I was like, wow, how are we going to make everybody feel inspired and special? Yeah. We kicked it off by having opening music. We had a little bit of a dance party going on, which I thought was just so much fun. It's just such an awesome way to kick off an event. And when you think about when you walk into that big keynote conference room at your national conference, right? usually there's some music. So I loved that we were able to incorporate that, but then when we're not in this larger learning space, utilizing breakout rooms and getting to know people in that sense, two or three in a breakout brainstorming about what they're going to do for their business, how they're going to focus. That's how everybody felt individually special and how they got moved to the next place in their business. And as the facilitator, you know, just kind of bouncing around from each room, seeing how things are going making sure that they could chat if they felt stuck. So I knew what room to go into next. Right. And so I do think that we've gotten a lot better at utilizing this virtual space. And it's not just everybody show up to a webinar and listen to a talking head, doing a PowerPoint presentation. There's still that chance to be interactive and really engage with each other. I think just being creative, being fun, and it's okay to be fun. We don't have to be so buttoned up and tied down. And I think 
again, that's one of the beautiful things that have come out of the pandemic in my eyes yeah. is, is that fun, free enjoyment. Well, I think that that has certainly infused the tone of the Rockstars platform as well. The idea of these casual conversations with impressive individuals that are really leaders in varied capacities, but all driving the future forward. And we seem to continually get uh, personal, personal stories and little aspects. Yeah. Uh, I know one of the things I'm excited for, of course, is uh, for later this month when we're going to be running our own experiment of uh, diversifying the, the brand of rock stars, if you will. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, on March 31st at noon Eastern time, we are gonna have our first Association Rock Stars panel. And what I'm really hoping to do with these panels is to bring together, this one just happens to be three strangers who all, um, are CAEs and they have very different stories, different walks of life. But what, what the common thread is we, we all got our CAEs. Why did we do that? How did we do that? Very different stories though. Yeah. And so my goal is at least each couple of months, if not each quarter, yeah, we're still experimenting, um, is bringing together people to really tell their individual stories. But like I said, in these virtual events, still be able to come together and have some learning moments, have some next best steps and yeah. to showcase what their experience has been. Because again, I think when you can hear someone who, who sounds like you, who talks like you, who looks like you, who has maybe had a similar path, or if not, who knows what the connection may be. It may be that you're both from Iowa. Um, and so just having that personal connection and exposing and opening those doors is really a goal of mine for rock stars. And I think we've done a great job with the individual interviews. And I think trying this panel format and bringing more voices to the forefront in a small small set of time, focusing kind of on one topic or one common theme, it's gonna be, a, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, why well, I, I think what you said, the, the ties are off the- Yeah. Right, that is part of what has made this a special place and uh, looking forward to the panel being a place to further elevate uh, those in the space that we could all look to, aspire to, learn from, uh, and that are driving things forward. As always, these conversations go quickly. Uh, and so as we look forward to the panel this month, I will turn it back to a focus on Amy for a moment to say, as you think about I mean, your career going forward uh, and the impact that you're making on the nonprofit and association and chamber community, what do you hope that your legacy is gonna be? to make it okay to be a little more casual, but be the expert that you are and to really continue these connections. I think Rockstars is really one of the best ways that I've been able to do that for others. And I just wanna to continue to do it because you never know what power partnership may come from it, what, what best friends forever may come from it. And I really just love seeing relationships flourish and grow and you just, you don't know who you don't know until you start asking around and talking. And so yeah. if I can be that person to help you connect wherever you are in your journey, wherever you are in your career, even if it's just a friend to BS about because you had a crap day, those are as equally as important, right? Absolutely. So I really want to make sure that everybody feels connected all across the nation, across the world, no matter where they are, because really 
where you're located should never limit your growth potential. I love that. Well, we will continue to seek rock stars in all locations so that we all can grow together. Uh, thank you for being willing and so enthusiastically sharing uh, your own strengths as it inspires our own growth and strength. Thanks, Lol. <laughs> and for everyone tuning in, as always, a pleasure to have you with us. Please place those comments and questions in the chat so we can continue to respond and grow together as a community. Continue to submit your own thoughts in terms of who should be on Rockstars that inspires you in your career uh, and in your professional life. And until next time, Association Rock On. Thank you.